It's Fiscally Irresponsible Friday here on TM5, sponsored by Incredible Pulp and Lemonade. It's Friday, Friday. Enough! Well, how the hell did you get the beans about the Friday? Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Losing his mind. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What do you refer to? Your mom goes to college. I have misplaced my pants. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's the morning five. We've reached Friday, and it's a fiscally irresponsible Friday. Friday, January 12th, 2024. And we, as we mentioned, it's it's brought to you by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. I love Steve Walker and Carol Walker. They're the greatest people ever. They're I the swear best to people. God. The best people, man. You can't beat uh, Steve and Carol Walker. The best people out here in West Georgia. I believe they are on tour somewhere doing a Slang and Nade at a um, a car event. I forget where they are, um, but uh, but Steve Walker keeps posting pictures right. of all the cool cars. It was Florida, right? Yeah, I think it's Daytona, but I'm not a million percent sure there. Mm, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Um, but I do know, I knew, I know they're on. Uh, uh, location slinging nades somewhere at a car show. Bryce, today is National Curry Chicken Day. Yeah, I'm all over this, man. Uh, I love curry chicken. I used to get curry chicken um, from the Asian Cajun joint downtown when we used to work down there at the uh, at the corner. Um, yeah, yeah. Any, any type of any type of curry, honestly, I love, dude. I, I fell in love with curry chicken uh, when when I used to work downtown. So yeah, I am I am all in on curry chicken. Yeah, I'm out on this. Do you know how much of a wuss I am when it comes to hot stuff? I have heard the so, rumors. Yes, I have heard the rumors. <laughs> I am a wuss. Like, I I sweat with medium wings. Oh, jeez. That's just embarrassing. That's the whitest thing I think I've ever heard you say. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad, man. <laughs> so, uh, it's also National Hot Tea Day. Uh, yeah, once again, I love hot tea. Uh, I drink it a lot, especially during the winter. Um, if if I've sort of had already enough caffeine for the day, day and I don't want to make another pot of coffee and it's it's a colder day outside, I'll make myself some hot tea, man. I got a bunch of um, bunch of different tea bags upstairs, a bunch of different flavors of tea bags uh, that I like to try and everything. I don't, I don't I don't know what my favorite flavor of tea bag is. Um, I have a bunch that I like to experiment with. I do do uh, sleepy time tea sometimes as well. That actually does work quite well. But yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of hot tea. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm not a big fan of tea at all. So I don't I don't drink it. So I, this is, I'm out again on this one. This is uh, yeah. It's just a bad day for me. Just not a day for you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's just it is for this man. No big deal. <laughs> So if if we had a crystal ball, Bryce, okay, uh, and we were looking into it, and we were thinking about the Atlanta Falcons, right? And we were looking into the crystal ball. Right now, apparently, that's we're looking I, at what I'm Bill Belichick as the next head coach as uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, um, that's what I'm hearing, and that's what everything I've read, and that it just. It doesn't fit to me, man. It just doesn't fit. Listen, I, I know Belichick is arguably the greatest coach of all time. He took some no-name sixth-rounder quarterback and you know won a couple Super Bowls with him, I guess, and that quarterback turned out all right. Um, I, you know, I, I I I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Nobody I've talked to in Atlanta really wants this. Um, nobody I've talked to in Atlanta is terribly excited about this. I just don't think this is the right direction for the franchise. I, I think Atlanta needs a, a young, energetic coach. Um, whether that be an offensive or defensive coach, I don't really care either one. But, I mean, I mean, look what Bill Belichick has done in New England since Tom Brady departed. He's been terrible. And the main criticism on Bill Belichick is he has not been able to develop a quarterback since Tom left. And the biggest challenge facing Atlanta next year is developing a damn quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's the biggest problem that I'm I'm having right now is it, for for me. And, and this is and 
I was having this conversation with my parents last night, but they were, you know, they were saying, you know, Arthur Blank just needs to look for long term. I said, then why the hell are we looking at Bill Belichick? Yeah, because that what's that? Three years max, probably. You would think. Maybe. Maybe I guess I, I I don't know. Like he's Belichick's what seventy seventy one. So okay, so he's a year younger than Saban, right? And Pete Carroll. Yes, that's crazy. That's crazy because Belichick looks a lot older than Pete Carroll, um, and Saban. To be honest, <laughs> um, but it, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I don't feel it as a Falcons fan. I don't like. I think, and it's not. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't want him. Because honestly, you know, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. Right. And I think defensively he would make our team much better than it is right now. Um and I think he he and Terry Fontenot would probably do a really good job of, of building a a really nice um a team as far as, you know, good players and, and the scouting of good players. I think that would be that would be beneficial for for the Falcons. However, it's I just don't see it as long term for me and I, I don't I just don't feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we we sort of joked about uh oh crap, what's the GM's name? Terry Fontenot. Terry Fontenot. Jeez, thank you. Uh we kind of joked about him not not being in the press conference and like not being involved in the coaching search or or maybe he is in the disconnect and if you bring in Bill is he going to be okay not being the GM? Like, is he going to be okay being just the head coach? Because I, I think maybe that's better for Bill. Because look at what he's drafted over just the past five years. They've not had good drafts. Like, they've not been built successfully. They had zero pro bowlers on that New England team this year. That means not only was the quarterback an issue, you had no wide receivers, offensive linemen, tight end, running backs, defensive line, linebackers, or DBs, or hell, even special teams guys that were good enough to get voted into the Pro Bowl. And that's that's a little concerning for me for Bill Belichick, who has had his absolute run of whoever he's wanted to draft and whoever he's wanted to sign. It's a little concerning to me that I mean, just go back and look at the Patriots like draft just the past five, six years. There's yeah. nobody good like Cole Strange, Christian Gonzalez, Mac Jones, Ronnie Perkins, Kyle Duggar. Like, has anybody heard of any of these guys really? No. I, I mean, it, there's just there's nothing there. So maybe Bill just focusing on coaching. It, maybe that it, it would be a uh, would be a positive to to see what he could do with, with just doing that. Like, but I, I don't I don't know I don't like it I don't see the fit I don't think it's a good fit for Atlanta. And another big question is is if Bill comes in, is is he gonna want to work with Ritter? Like, or is Ritter gone? Are they going to work with Heineke or is Heineke gone? I, I, I just feel like you need to almost hit the reset button on on a young coach and a, and a young quarterback and let them develop and get comfortable with each other rather than forcing in some 71-year-old guy who would probably be better suited to go to a ready-made football team Instead of trying to have to create one, because essentially Bill had to create a football team after Tom left, essentially, and it just didn't go well. Right, and and let's think about this. So who who out there has a quarterback that has a a coach opening? Well, I can tell you, I can tell you a team and a quarterback who, if they don't get it done this weekend, will have a coach opening. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that. Think about that. Think about Belichick going out to the Dirty D, putting on that star on his chest, him and Jerry Jones teaming up. Jerry Jones is a big fan of Bill Belichick. He said it many, many, many times. He's been on the record of saying that he's a big Belichick fan. And if uh, Big Mike McCarthy doesn't get it done this weekend, yeah, yeah, be- believe it. On, on Tuesday morning, Mike McCarthy – We'll be kicking rocks, and Bill Belichick will be out in the Dirty D, putting that star on his chest. 
I was just looking at the line for that, and I was just like, wow, that's that's a big line. Is it? I, I just um, don't do it. Seven and a half still? It's seven. Seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But uh, who who are, who are you thinking for Bill? I I don't know. Oh, um, oh. like I'm I'm just thinking. You know, the Chargers are obviously a spot, but I mean, I I, I truly believe that Jim Harbaugh is coming to the NFL, and he he needs a quarterback um, location that they're going to go with, and I think they're I think the Chargers are a great landing spot for him. Um, uh, I, dude, everything I have read is saying Jim's going to stay up in Michigan. Damn. Well, I don't I don't believe it. I I think I think he's going to stay in Michigan, man. I mean, you won a national championship this year. That's that's a lifer, dude. You can you can stay up there for forever now. You won you won the first national championship since 1913 or whatever the last time Michigan won a national championship. Um so, yeah, I, I, you know, I think Jim Harbaugh is certainly good enough to be back in the NFL, no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, all, everything I've seen for the Falcons, man, it's all pointing towards Bill Belichick, and I just, I just don't get it. I just don't see the fit. And I think I gave you like seven names, um, six or seven names that the Falcons have requested. Um, yes, anything from Bobby Slowick over in Houston to Ben Johnson and. Um, I can Detroit. Mm, let me see if I can pull up these names. Yeah, you gave me a you gave me a list of ones. Do, 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 do. Can I search on my phone here? No, why can't you search on your phone? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, no I can't find it. But yeah, there's there's about seven seven names that the um that the Falcons have looked at. And remember, if, if they do talk to Bill Belichick, you probably will not hear about it. Because they don't have to ask permission to to interview Bill because he is he is essentially a free agent. Yeah, and that that's that's kind of big. Um, let's see, I talked to you yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see, Ryan. Uh, here's a consolidation of all the Falcons. Have here all the yeah. Uh, so Anthony Weaver, the Ravens defensive line coach, Aaron Glenn, the Lions DC, Ben Johnson, Lions OC. Brian Callahan, Bengals OC, Raheem Morris, the Rams DC, uh, Bobby Slowick, the Texans OC, Ejuri Evero, the Panthers DC, uh, Bill Belichick, just rumored, just rumored, uh, and Mike McDaniel, the Ravens DC. So that is the complete list of coaches the Falcons have interviewed so far. Other than Bill Belichick, that is just a rumor. Yeah, Bobby Slowick, Raheem Morris, Brian Callahan, Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, and Anthony Weaver. Those are the names. I, I just found the list that I gave you yesterday at noon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, th- I think Ben Ben Johnson is probably the best fit here in Atlanta. Uh, I like that a lot. I know he's an offensive. I know he's an offensive guy. Uh, but what he's done for that Lions offense up there with Jared Goff, and he was a big proponent of bringing in jared goff he, he's a he's a younger guy um i think i think he can't be he can't be older than 40 i think he's got to be in his late 30s um i just i think that'd be a good fit i think that'd be a good fit um yeah he's only he's, like only, th- he's only three years older than me he's 37 uh i think i think ben johnson would be, a, would be a good fit he's been all over man he's been in college he's been in the nfl um worked the dolphins and the lions so I th- I think Ben Johnson is is the way I would go if I were Arthur Blank, um, but I I have a I have an unsettling feeling that it's going to be Bill Belichick when when that name is signed on that check unless the Cowboys lose this weekend. If the Cowboys lose this weekend, then it gets very very interesting on where where Bill's going to land. All right, let's get to some Hawks trade rumors right now, and there are plentiful. They are. All over the place. Yeah, thick and fast, uh, man. Thick and fast. Yeah, man. Uh, it's insane. Uh, Hawks, the, the first one we've got is Hawks trades Clint Capella to the Pelicans for Valis Sianas and Trey Murphy. Yeah, Valachunas and, and Trey Murphy. And, you know, there might be some some draft picks thrown in here or there. I, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch on any of that because draft pick trading gets a little weird. 
Um, yeah, you, you trade CC Valachunas right now. He's averaging 14.2 points per game um, and 9.7. The guy historically averages a double double every single year, and he's quite a bit cheaper than CC. And you don't, he, he, he's, I think he's only on a one year contract. Uh, Trey Murphy would be an off the bench three or, or a two. Um, right now, averaging 13.8 points per game, 3.7 rebounds. Uh, it would just give you a little bit more depth if you bring in Valachunas and Trey Murphy. Once again, both those guys are going to be a little bit cheaper combined than CC. Um, I, I, I think Trey Murphy is under contract until next year, but he's getting paid pennies. He's getting paid uh, $3.3 million this year and $5.1 next year. So it's, it's, it's a drop in the hat compared to what CC is getting paid. Uh, and and Valachunas' uh, contract runs out this year. He's getting 15-4 this year. Yeah, I've and I guess because I'm not an NBA fan as much as you are. When when I was looking at those names, I'm like, I don't I don't know these people. Oh like, man, Jose <laughs> Valachunas is a he's a vet dude. He's he's 31. He's he played with Toronto for a long time. He played with uh, Memphis for a little while, and he's he's with the Pelicans now. But Trey Murphy Trey Murphy's young. I think this is Trey Murphy's only third or fourth year in the league. I think he's he's still pretty right. young. Second trade rumor, Hawks trade DeAndre Hunter and DeJounte Murray to the Raptors for Pascal Siakam. Uh, see, this I would think we would need to pair with something else. Um, if this trade went down and we got Pascal Siakam, we'd have Siakam, CC, and OO all on the roster. And I would doubt that we would keep all three of those guys. That's a lot of money pumped into your uh, to your post right there. Siakam's still on a one-year contract, so it'd be a, essentially it'd be a rental. Um, he, he's unless they re- uh, sign and trade type deal. Uh, he's getting paid thirty seven point eight million this year, but his contract is up after this year. And I think he's an unrestricted free agent after this year. Uh, Siakam, he was a he was an all star last year. He's uh, probably going to be an all star again this year. He's on the same pace. He's twenty nine, uh, twenty two points per game. He's at six point four rebounds per game and five assists per game. The guy is an absolute monster. You instantly get better if you bring in Pascal Siakam, but you are losing two wings. So I would assume if we bring in Siakam that we would have to do another trade to get another wing in here, possibly trade CC or OO. Uh, the next one, the Hawks trade AJ, Coll- or AJ Griffin to the Bulls for Andre Drummond. Yeah, and this is, this is more of a depth thing, um, just getting rid of AJ Griffin for some depth at that center position. Andre, uh, you know, Drummond was a, was a big name for Detroit, you know, like 2015, 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. He's fallen off quite a bit. He's 30 years old. He's an older, you know, an older center. Um, he's not going to be your frontline starter. Us. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> he's a uh, 2020. Right? Did he? Yeah, I think so. Did, it, did he hit that 2020 burger this year? I think against us. Was did it? I, I didn't think he, I didn't think he got up to 20. Yeah, he did. Sure did. I didn't know he got, I didn't know he got 24 points. I feel like he got, I feel like he got more than 25 rebounds, though. Um, God, boy. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Uh, but he, he's averaging close to a double-double, 7.6 points per game, 8.5 uh, rebounds per game. It's not the Andrea Drummond, really, that we remember from Detroit, but he's still a good depth big. Uh, and I think that'd be nice since A.J. Griffin has decided essentially not to play this year, it seems like. Yeah. Yep, go figure. Yeah. Uh, the next one, Hawks trade AJ Griffin to the Rockets for so, Alsper and Sengen. Yeah, this is going to require a couple first round picks and and maybe a couple more players and something. This guy is an absolute monster, dude. He's a six eleven center from Turkey and he's just burst on the scene this year. Uh, had a good year last year in his sophomore. He's twenty one years old. I think this guy is going to be a, a future perennial All Star, multi multi year All Star. He's going to be one of the top five centers in the NBA probably for the next five to eight years. Uh, dude is dude is a monster. Um, once he puts a little once he puts a little poundage on him, he, he's going to be an absolute beast. He's averaging twenty one point six points per game this year, nine rebounds, close to a double double. Uh, and this is a guy that you can lean on for multiple years that I think would pair well with Trey, especially if you get to keep DJ in this trade um, and you have Trey, DJ, Jalen Johnson, and um, and Sanguin. Like I just I love that pairing for a, for a long time, but you're gonna have to trade uh, some draft picks to get this guy because he is a very highly touted um, uh, prospect. All right, next one is as I was putting in the scores for our 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Board. I forgot to do that. My bad. Uh, no worries. Uh, Hawks trade DeAndre Hunter and DeJounte Murray to the Warriors for Moses Moody, Chris Paul, and Corey Joseph. Yeah, this is one that I saw pop up yesterday on social media. Uh, it, it gives us a little bit more depth. Um, everybody knows who CP3 is. You know, he's like a 75-time All-Star. He's played for essentially everybody in the NBA. Uh, he, he's not doing Hawks. great. Do what? But the Hawks. But the Hawks, yeah. Uh, he's, um, I, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a veteran guy. He's 38 years old. I don't know what he's going to add. Uh, 8.9 points per game, 7.2 assists per game. I think it'd be good if we did this and move Trey to the two, which is what I thought we were going to do um, when DJ kind of came here, but that hasn't worked really well. I don't know if it would work with Chris Paul, um, but you get you get a younger guy in, in, in Moses, uh, Moses Moore, or excuse me, Moses Moody. Um, you know, he could possibly be a future two. He's only 21 years old. He's been, he's been okay at Golden State, but he's, you know, he's behind Trey. I mean, behind Trey, uh, behind Steph. He's averaging 8.7 points per game. And, and you get Corey Joseph, who's another veteran. He's a vet, he's a vet guard. Uh, I, he's probably not going to play that much if you get him. It's just kind of thrown into the deal to make the, the money work. I'm not as excited about this deal as I was about the other four, but I feel like this deal is more realistic than the other four. Um, but I mean, February 8th is the trade deadline, man. And, and I would be shocked if the, if the Hawks weren't big movers and shakers before the deadline or a month away yeah. so that's something to continue to think about hawks play uh tonight right uh, if you say so um hawks tonight against the pacers yep oh yeah we're five and a half point favorite on that one yeah i'm taking it after the and... pacers just skull bashed us not a week ago I'm, I'm taking it. Screw it. I don't understand why we're a five and a half point favorite. That's very, very confusing. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move to the NFL. Big, big wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend is what it's being called. I don't know why it's being called super wild card. But, <laughs> it's, you know, but okay. it's super. It's fantastic. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good matchups this weekend, man. Um, and, and a lot of. A lot of big lines that I don't know if I agree with. Uh, only one road yeah. favorite. Only one road favorite this week. And it's the first game we're going to talk about. Billy Browns are a two and a half point favorite traveling to the Texans. I understand why they're a two and a half point favorite. The Browns defense defense travels in the playoffs, obviously, right? Um, That's what I'm told. You're, you're going up against a a rookie quarterback who has been playing like a veteran quarterback. Let's be honest. Yeah. Lights out. Um, Lights out. CJ Stroud has been fantastic. One AFC offensive player of the, the week again last week. Um, yeah, I don't, I think the Browns ultimately come out with the win because I think it's just more veteran led. Um, but I, I do think that Houston might give them a little bit of hell too. Yeah. Um, I'm being it. I, I 1 million percent agree with you. I think the Browns are going to win this. I would, if I were betting on this, I would, uh, Texans right now are a plus 2.5. I'd probably tease that up somewhere to a 4.5. Give, give the Texans at a plus 4.5. Um, I, I like that number, but yeah, straight money line. Give me the Browns. I agree with you on that one. Dolphins at the Chiefs. And uh, something that I saw on social media th- about this um there's a possibility that they're going to have negative 30 wind chill. Yeah. Give, me the, give me the Chiefs. <laughs> give me the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was really, when I was thinking about my incredible Pulp Softer and Dollars segment a little bit later, um, I was really looking at the over-under on this because I was thinking, man, you know, it's no one's going to be wanting to play in this. So the, the scoring should be down. But I'm always terrified to do that with Mike McDaniel. Um um, teams, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The uh, and especially the way the Chiefs have been playing, the Chiefs haven't been playing great. They haven't. Defense, defense has been okay, but at, at the same time, like you know, I'm, the offense. So I, I don't know. Um, it, I think it was forty four was the over under on this, and I just uh, like I, I feel confident enough to take that, but at the same time, I didn't. Yeah, 43 and a hook 
is what I'm looking at now uh, over under for Dolphins Chiefs. I would I would hammer that under. Um, right now, the real fe- or excuse me, right now the temperature at kickoff uh, looks to be somewhere between negative five and negative eight. Uh, and I don't I don't have the wind chill for kickoff, but yeah, just negative five, negative eight. You're telling me that Pat Mahomes is going to be in Arrowhead in the playoffs in January in negative conditions, possibly with a little snow flurries against the team that plays and practices in beautiful, sunny Miami, Florida. Yeah, <laughs> give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs by four and a half. Hell, give me by ten and a half. Chiefs win by double digits in this game. I, I know the Chiefs game, haven't been playing well, but, you know. In a game that you're not excited about, um, <laughs> Packers versus Cowboys. 4.30 <laughs> Sunday, baby, let's go. I already told Grayson, I said, listen, we got, we got a wrestling tournament Sunday morning. All right, you got to kick ass or lose quickly because the Cowboys play at 4.30, damn it. We're going to be home for that game. Cowboys are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over the pack. Damn right. Um, I, I get why they are. Damn right, um, the Cowboys are. are a better team. The Packers are the youngest team in the NFL, I think. Yeah, I believe you're right. And the Cowboys are they're just a veteran-led team right now. And they've, hopefully for you, they'll be able to come out on top on Sunday. And at home, the Cowboys are a top-five team in the NFL. When we are playing at home, we are a top-five team in the NFL. Now, when we play... When we play on the road, if we're in a dome, we're fine. We're okay. If we play on the road outside, I don't know what happens to us. We turn to poo. Um, but, yeah, at home, Cowboys, Pack. Yeah, give me – it's Mike McCarthy, kind of cool. The storylines are there. Uh, give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys at home covering the 7.5. I know it's a big spread, but give me the Cowboys at home. Steelers at Bills on Sunday, and the Bills are a 10-point favorite. That's a big spread, dude. That's a big, it's that's huge. Big. and I, it's really, really big. I know, I know the Bills have gotten hot as of late, and, and and I I think they are in. If we did a power ranking, I think the Bills would be in my top five in the NFL power ranking, just because. I mean, hell, they've they've rattled off five wins in a row uh, against Kansas City, Dallas. I know, I know, Los Angeles and New England aren't impressive wins, but. Three of their last five wins have came against teams that are in the playoffs. I, I think the Bills are peaking at the right time. I don't know if I would take that 10-point spread, but if we're going straight just money line, yeah, give me the Bills. But that, that minus 10, I would stay away from this game. I know the over-under for this game is is minuscule. I don't remember what it was, but I, I think the over-under for this game was like in the 30s. Um, I, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know what the weather is going to be like in New York. If it's going to be that bad in, in uh, Chiefs land, I would assume it's going to be quite terrible up in Buffalo. Um, so maybe the un- over-under is the way to go if you're a betting man. But, uh, but I, Bills are going to win this. I would stay away from betting it, though. Bills, it's 36. Looking at the weather now, Billy. This is, the, this is a Sunday game, right? Yes. Holy smokes, boy. <laughs> uh, 98% of snow, 98% chance of snow today, 66% uh, chance of snow tomorrow, and a 76% chance of snow on Sunday. Uh, temperature around kickoff will be somewhere between 18 and 22 degrees. Yeah. If that doesn't scream NFL football right there, Bills, Steelers, that's football, baby. That's playoff football, right? It's football weather right there. And the thing for me, like, I don't know if you saw the the Steelers game last week, but it was god awful. Yeah, like god awful. Yeah, against and Bal- I'm not looking against Baltimore to this game again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I'm it. not looking at all. I love weather. I love weather games and enjoy them while they're here. I'll say that um, because they they will not be a thing in the NFL for very much longer weather games are pretty much going away Rams at Lions and Lions are a three point favorite hopping on that MCDC train baby give me the Lions at minus three absolutely absolutely give me the MCDC train keep on rolling Detroit Lions brand new Detroit Lions 
And obviously the Monday night football game, Bryce and I will talk about on Monday. Hey, I almost put that on my Incredible Pulp locks of the week. Almost got real ballsy. Almost got Which real one? ballsy. The Monday night game. Oh. Almost went money yeah, line. I, almost, I really think I thought about it too, man. Almost got money ballsy. Really juicy. Yep. Almost got ballsy and went money line. Um, we'll talk about that more on Monday, but... Yeah, I think I think one of our buddies, Mr. Matt Ridgway, I think he's going to be a happy camper on Tuesday. Did you see that Baker Mayfield had a freaking dip can in his pocket <laughs> during practice? Dude, love that guy. As much <laughs> as I hate him for what he did against Ohio State, planting the flag, uh, yeah. dude is a legend. Dude is an absolute legend. Him and, um, oh my God, I can see his face right now. Dude with the mustache, Gardner Minshew. Uh, yeah, him and him and Minshew, big fans of. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. And boys basketball, Hanley beat Heard County 46 to 41. Swap those. My bad. Oh. Yeah. Oh. My bad. Heard beat Heard beat Hanley and boys? No, 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 no. So the, the scores are the same. Oh. Like, but the it was girls 41 46, gotcha. boys 50 57. Gotcha. Okay, so in boys basketball, Hanley. Uh, beat her county 57 to 50 and in girls basketball hanley beat her county 46 to 41 and in wrestling last night uh carrollton and harrelson county both won their uh duels meet and they are both area champions so congratulations to coach nick white and company out there in in carrollton trojan land uh we watched a bunch of it last night uh, jacob levy Got a pin and uh, some kid named Ju- Judah Wite, Judah Wite, uh, also got a pin last night. Dude, Judah looked, Judah looked Judah really good. Had a baby yeah. Judah. Got a pin. Freshman, freshman out there wrestling duels for the Carrollton Trojans in the area championship. Dude, got went out there I'm and got, got a pin. I got to text Judah then. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he looked um he looked really good, man. Uh. I made Grayson. We we uh we, we recorded it and watched uh, watched Judah's match like three or four times, and I made Grayson watch it um, because it, a lot of, a lot of technical wrestling there. Grayson was more a fan of trying to watch and imitate Jacob Levy's wrestling match, and I had to break it to him. I'm like, son, Jacob Levy is sort of built different, and you don't have those genes right now. You're not you're not built like Jacob. You're more of a Judah build. Like sort of felt different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what before the match I told the boys I was like I was like this kid is probably the best wrestler in Georgia and he's probably a top ten wrestler in the entire nation. And they're like, oh, is he good? And I'm like, well, he's a top ten in the nation. So yeah, that sort of means he's good. And then Jacob pinned his guy in like under thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um. So congratulations, yeah, to both uh both those teams, and I think. Uh, Bremen had their area wrestling. I don't remember if they won. That wasn't last night. I think it was this week. Um, it was this week, yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember what the results were for that. Uh, but um, what if they didn't win? I think they won. If I remember correctly, I think you're right. I, I think you're right. I caught a little bit of those matches, um, and I, I believe you're correct. I believe Bremen is area champions as well, but I'm not a million percent sure on that one. Uh, Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for this weekend. Tonight, we have basketball. Bowden versus Green Forest, boys and girls. Bremen at Adairsville. Boys and girls. Carrollton versus Campbell, just boys. Central versus Swax, uh, boys and girls. Mount Zion versus W.D. Muhammad, just boys. And on hometown sports media, Temple is at home versus Darlington, boys and girls. You will have that for us tonight, right, Billy? Yep, and they're going to have, during halftime of the girls' game, we will have the uh, gymnasium dedication tonight. I as saw well. that. So, I saw that. Um, yeah. They're dedicating to Stitcher, which I, is news to me. I didn't know Josh Stitcher was that big in the Temple community. That's, that's amazing. Good job, Josh. Great job, Josh. Yeah, good job, Josh. Big fan of, big fan of Stitch. <laughs> I would show up. I would show up if I was Stitch. I would just show up and walk on the court. Be like, oh, I thought you guys were dedicating it to me. My bad. <laughs> he's he's coming. Is he's, he? He's going to be there. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there for um, for those other guys. Dude, so, it, yeah. is there is there anything that can brighten someone's day more than Josh Stitcher's smile? Dude, yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. There is. There's something that can brighten his day. His hugs are probably the best. Oh, it's a big like, old I'm bear hug. You. 
And and it's, unlike it's Casey Bass's hug, you don't walk away with a back readjustment. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love Stitch, man. What a great guy. Uh, and in wrestling tonight, we have the Villarica Girls Area Championship. Um, that'll be at Villarica High School. think it starts around 5. We might pop up there. We actually don't have anything going on tonight, which is, um, is kind of crazy and, and different for us. Uh, on Saturday, tomorrow, basketball, VR versus DC, just boys. Girls are off. Uh, Temple at Mount Zion, boys and girls. Heard County at Callaway, boys and girls. Carrollton at Rome, boys and girls. And Bowden at Bremen, boys and girls. Billy, forgive me. Are we covering any of those games tomorrow? I don't remember. Bowden Bremen. Bowden Bremen. Casey Bowden Bremen. Okay. All right. Um, so we got that up in... We might we might we might head out there to catch a little bit of that Bowden Bowden Bremen game tomorrow, uh, and then in wrestling tonight we have Villarica Boys Area Championship at Villarica High School and Central Boys uh, Area Championship is up at Heritage I believe um, for their area championship and I I'm not sure if that is it I those are the only ones that I could find on the schedule for the area duels. Um, yeah. So, so Carrollton and Harrelson County will move into the state duels as one seeds. Bremen, I believe, as well, will move into the state cha- or into the state playoffs as a one seed. Um, and then, you know, Villarica girls last year, I believe, they won state, and uh, and they're wrestling. And the Villarica boys and Central boys, we all know Central boys last year uh, won state in the duels in that just dramatic fashion. Get that pin uh, there at the very end. Um, so, yeah, wrestling season for the duels is wrapping up. And, you know, for the area, and then we will go to state. And then once that's done, we will go to the traditional uh, tournaments. But that's your Smith floor coverings, games and events calendar for this weekend. Yeah. And for, I know you said you, you're not, you don't have much going on this weekend. Uh, Gavin's got a game on, on Saturday. I don't have mm. anything going on tonight. Uh, we have wrestling tomorrow and Sunday. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the incredible pulp soft earned dollar segment. Uh, Bryce did very it. well last week. He went three and oh, um, and combined combined. We went four out of six. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's <laughs> that's, go. That's what we got to, that's what we got to promote. Right, we, yeah. Combined. We went four out of six. That's not bad. <laughs> hey, this, is, this is a team effort. This is a team show right here. All right. We're a team. I've got a. Uh, I'm starting the year off with negative forty five cents, um, so that's a that's a great start. Let hey, me, look on the bright side. Up. You're not going to get your kneecaps broken over just forty five cents. You're still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hawks. Let me give Hawks minus five and a half versus the Pacers. I like the uh, confidence. Felt pretty good watching the Hawks. Um, they're at home. They're feeling good at home. They're a much better team at home. Give me the Hawks versus the Pacers, minus five and a half. I think they they come out with a victory tonight. Um, CFCC's back. Is he back? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, Was it a problem against or last week or the last game? Yeah, against the 76ers. Yeah. Uh, He is still on the injury list. Um. Trey and Clint are probable. Uh, do, 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 do. There's rumors that they might sit Trey tonight. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I would, I would take your, I, I would say you can change that bet all the way up to game time if I'm you, man. We're, we're locking okay. in these picks at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, if Trey, if you get the news that Trey is sitting down, you swap that pick out for something else. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll change it out. Yeah, change it, swap All that right. out. <laughs> My underdog of the week, uh, give me CJ Stroud throwing more passing yards than Joe Flacco. I love that. I love that. Yes, go. That's a, that's a plus 144. Wow. Let's go, Stroud. You got the old school and versus then- the new school. You know what? I am going to take it. Give me Ooh. Kansas City, Miami under 44. Getting ballsy. Minus 115. When it's negative 30, I just, man, Billy, it's hard to do anything. What, what would have <laughs> to happen? What would have to happen to get you to go to a football game where it is negative 30 outside? My team would have to be in the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl would have to be negative 30. That's miserable, right? Like, who's going to, like, horrible. You have to be absolutely slammed. I love love cold weather. That's, that's beyond cold weather. Yeah. That's, (laughs) uh, yeah. I don't, 
I, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't know if there's anything under the sun that would make me go watch anything in negative 30 degrees. I, like, I don't care if it's Ohio State, Michigan for the national championship and I had free tickets. I don't, I don't think I would go. I'm pretty sure I'd sell those things. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, all right. Let's get to my incredible pulp soft earned dollars locks of the week tonight in college basketball. Give me Iowa. Give me Iowa uh, at home as a four and a half point favorite versus Nebraska. Um, I think Iowa is one of the better teams in the Big Ten. I think they're a little underrated at the moment, and I think you're getting good value on them uh, on the sports books. I think everybody's everybody's uh, everybody's not focused on Iowa right now. Uh, Nebraska just took down Purdue this week. They did, and that is why I don't believe they will play good today. Uh, I think okay. they might have a little hangover after beating Zach Eady and the uh, and, and the Cavemen over there as the Boilermakers. Uh, so give me Iowa. Give me Iowa as a four and a half point favorite. I think Nebraska is going to be hungover. Give me Travis Kelsey with an anytime tud at plus one fifteen in the Miami Kansas City game. It's the playoffs. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Arrowhead. It's cold. It's snowy. It's Travis Kelsey time. Like it's it it's Travis Kelsey time. It's it's what it was when it was Brady and Gronk. When it matters the most, Kelsey and Mahomes will hook up. So give me give me Kelsey with an anytime tud at a plus one fifteen in the Miami at Kansas City game this weekend, and then hockey tonight. One and zero, um, are one for one on my hockey picks so far this year. Uh, let's try to go two. Let's try to go two for two today. Uh, give me the Preds as a goal and a half point dog at the Stars as a minus 160. Okay. You need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with Century 21 Novus. Pat McAfee says he'll never have Aaron Rodgers on his show again and is disgusted by his non-verb, non-vax behavior. Disgust. Disgust? By his non-vax behavior, allegedly. Yeah. And then he had him on last yesterday. Guy hates him. Pat McAfee hates Aaron Rodgers. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. Look, it's this whole thing, and I don't know if you – I sent you the, t- the tweet. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> For all those people that hate Pat McAfee, that's fine. <laughs> hate him. Hate him all you want to. He, he. Dude, Dude, it it he he doesn't give a sh. No, <laughs> and he and doesn't care. The headlines have been hilariously misleading. Yeah, I, I think Anthony Anthony Hammett, our buddy uh, Anthony Hammett, said that he, you know was posting on Facebook. He's like, Pat said he's never having Aaron Rodgers, or he's done having Aaron Rodgers on. It's like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers' season is over. That's the off season. Like, Chill out. Yeah. Uh, No, no, I heard Pat and Aaron Rodgers hate each other. I heard they're going to get into a bare knuckle boxing fight for charity in the in the uh, Thunderdome. That's what I heard. I heard they hate it. He's not coming on ever again. To hell with Aaron Rodgers and his non-vaxxed ass. Look, between what happened last week with Rodgers allegedly going after (laughs) Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. And then uh, a day later or two days later, going <laughs> Pat going after Norby. Uh, oh, jeez, dude. Whoever the guy is at ESPN. Know. Make his name up. Norby Roberts. Yeah. It, whoever that was. Sure. Like, that, was, that was funny to me. It's funny. Um, when you called him a rat. Yeah. I about lost. I was like, oh, my God. There's this is nothing, awesome. There's nothing better in sports media than Pat McAfee. He he is the gold standard. Yeah, and people people can't stand him. That's because they're play, old white play, people. I, I play, I was I was watching it and plays like I I can't take. I've got to take Pat McAfee in, sh- in short stints. I was like, okay. let me see, Clay, <laughs> old white checks out. Yep, checks out. <laughs> I mean, that's if, if 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 you don't if you don't like Pat McAfee, you fit in one of two categories or both: old white. If you fit in one of those two categories, nine times out of ten, probably not going to be into Pat McAfee. Yeah, and and Bryce was worried. I I distinctly remember back at the beginning of football season when he was moving to ESPN. Bryce was like, "I'm not watching him." Terrified. Anymore. I was terrified, man. I thought it was oh, going to completely I, I, change. 
It's gotten so much better. It has. <laughs> it has. Yeah. I, I, I will. I, I've said it multiple times. I'll raise my hand and be the first person to say that I was categorically incorrect uh, with what I thought Pat McAfee was going to turn into when he moved to ESPN. Some of the some of the segments have gotten a little tired, um, but like the show itself hasn't hasn't changed at all, and neither have the, the ha, neither has the toxicity of everybody on there, including AJ Hawk. Yeah, that's him just not giving a crap about ESPN has been the funniest segment. He too. makes the show oh. like he makes the AJ Hawk makes that show. It, he makes that show what it is. When AJ's not and on, people, it doesn't have the same flair. People are like, people are like, oh, what does AJ Hawk do? What, what what doesn't he do? What doesn't he do? He makes the show great. He makes that show great. He's the freaking president of Ohio. Damn right he is. Zero confirmed concussions. What a hero. <laughs> All right. The NCAA penalizes Florida State football. Assistant gets a three-game ban ver- <laughs> because of the violation. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, apparently, what it was was they drove somebody to an NIL deal or something. Um, I haven't fully read into this thing, but, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. Who the hell cares? Um, in, it, it's a uh, NCAA rules prohibit boosters from using the promise of NIL deals as an incentive to try to convince a prospect to attend or transfer to a particular school. Why is FSU the only one getting in trouble for this? Everybody does this. I don't know. I, dude, so stupid. Who the hell cares Michael what the NCAA Mill. says? Any, any, I feel anyway. no leading candidate to be uh, the next Alabama head coach. Uh, no, I think he just either just signed an extension or he will sign an extension this week. Okay. Yes, that is what Dan I Landing came out and confirmed he's staying at Oregon. Yep. And... I, I don't I don't know well I don't know who who Bama's gonna get we haven't, we haven't seen a, a I'm staying video from uh, Lane Kiffin yet or or Ryan Day just saying yeah <laughs> yeah that that would have gotten me hyped last night yeah you guys were talking I'd have gone <laughs> from six to midnight time. buddy <laughs> uh, Marcus Stroman and the Yankees agreed to a two year thirty seven million dollar deal I thought Rich this was. I thought this was Braun Strowman. I thought they were signing the WWE superstar as a promotional person. Um, nope. But Marcus Strowman. Uh, yeah. He had a sub three ERA in the last year, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. Strowman's always been good. I've always wanted him as a brave, honestly. Well, now you get a 75 year old previous all star. So yeah. enjoy that. Uh, the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, says he plans on playing in 2024. I, I don't. I know he's like 34. He's, he's probably only got a couple more years left, but like I didn't hear anything about him retiring. Did you? Yeah, I think he, Okay. during New Heights, I think he and, and um, why did I just forget his name? Jason? Yeah, Jason. Him and Jason had discussed just the, the grind and everything that goes on with it, and, and he was just complaining about it a little yeah. bit so there was talk about him retiring okay okay i know jason's retiring after this year um but i didn't know i didn't know travis was talking about it. I, yeah i think he confirmed it on the new heights podcast okay uh, well i think once again uh, every anything they say on the new heights heights podcast that isn't funny that's like actual a serious topic i just sort of tune out um that's one of the best podcasts out there dude the new heights podcast yeah, if anybody if anybody out there is an nfl fan or a Kelsey fan, and you're not listening to the New Heights podcast, start because it's it's hilarious. It's fantastic. Braves and Max Freed agree to a deal or settle at fifteen million dollars, avoiding arbitration. Yeah, I think they. I think uh, Spotrack predicted Max Freed around like twenty one point five, so we saved like six and a half million dollars uh, on this deal. Um, to avoid arbitration, so no, uh, it's good. I think um, we also agreed with uh, AJ Minter as well yesterday. Oh, did we? Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Um, so yeah, avoiding arbitration. Uh, it, it's gonna suck. This being the last year of Max Freed. So let's get the let's get the most maximum Freed out of Freed this year. Uh, let's say it doesn't suck. Let's just say that let's go get us a, a championship and not worry about it. Whoa. 
do that. What Let's a, do that. Oh my, whoa. I found a very disturbing fan graph on the Brave subreddit and I'll be I'll be honest, I'm frankly ashamed of every single Brave fan in Atlanta Brave Nation. Okay? Brave's country, we got to do better. Right now, the Braves are in second place. Second place to the White Sox. For what? Uh, MLB fans that consume the most alcohol. That doesn't surprise me. What we did? What we did? Second place. What's going on? Well, I tell you you who I'm looking at. I'm looking at right now a season ticket owner. I don't drink no beer at the Braves Stadium. That's who I'm looking at. You, Mr. Matt Skinner, you got to do your job. All right? Season (laughs) ticket owner, I need you down in three or four beers per inning. All right? I don't like being in second place to the White Sox. A team that everybody forgets is in Chicago. The other team. The other Chicago I'm, team. We got to do better when we're at the stadium, Braves fans. got to consume more alcohol. Right now, we're only averaging four beers per game. White Sox at 4.2. Somebody buy me season tickets. I'll correct that. I'm pretty sure our buddy Jimmy Beck is a season ticket holder, too, and he doesn't drink alcohol. Son of a bitch! What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? The Braves got to vet these season ticket holders a little bit better. We got to get number one in this category. Four, only four beverages? That's embarrassing. I'm four beverages in before I even get to my seat. Come on, guys. Maybe, maybe they don't count that. Well, I, once I'm in the stadium, I know they don't count the pregame, you know, airplane bottles that I do in the in the uh, parking decks. But you know, once you're in the stadium, <laughs> they count those. Finally, today in 2015, college football national championship. The first ever college football national championship went with the four-team playoff at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Number four, Ohio State beats number two, Oregon, 42 to 20. Let's go. Let's go. It was a good day. Let's go. It was a a great day. That was a great day. I'll I'll be honest with you, and and we're going to pull back the curtain here a little bit. That day, um, my sister was actually with you. Yeah. Yep. And she FaceTimed me. And she goes, do you want to talk to your best friend? I was like, yeah. And she hands you the phone and you're freaking crying. Yeah. <laughs> crying in the corner of a dark room. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was what an imp- it was what, a good day, brother. It was improbable, man. That whole season was improbable. Um yeah, we, we don't we don't have time on the podcast to go through the entire thing, but yeah, what a what a day, what a day! You got anything else for us? Nah, man, let's get out of here on a Friday. It's a Friday, a fiscally irresponsible Friday. Thanks to Steve Walker and Carol Walker for sponsoring on Fridays. For Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindall. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you next week, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors, just shake them.